Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Breakaway with Dawn and Friends. Today, I have Jimmy. Today, we're going to talk about his, re his recovery, his journey to recovery. So uh, thank you, Jimmy, for being a brave soul, coming here, and not only sharing with us what you've just uh, recovered from, but also our intention is to enlighten, encourage, and inspire others to break away from what no longer serves them. And so we're hoping to guide people as well as um, the people that are struggling, but also the family members and the friends that are in your circle to support you. Um, we want to talk a little bit about what you need now that you're at this point in your life. And we hope we don't trigger anyone else um, that is recovering or trying to recover and get there. But I can tell you this will be a real raw conversation between myself and, and Jimmy. Jimmy, thank you. Uh, good afternoon. Thank you, Don. Um, uh, thank you for me. Uh, thank you for bringing me to Breakaway with Don. Um, it's ironic because I'm trying to break away from myself. That, that's what I learned. And uh, before I do this, I just want to uh, lead us on the serenity prayer. Awesome. God, give me the serenity to change. The, the, God, give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the, the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Now, I get a little emotional talking about that because um, I never really thought um, I had a problem. And um, you know, we call it a journey. Um, it is a journey. Um, and I love the fact that, you know, um, this journey brought me to breaking away uh, with this podcast. Because sometimes we're scared of, of ourselves and breaking away with myself has led me uh, to understand who I am. And just to give you a little insight, um, um, I'll be quite frank with you. I, I went to rehab. I just had a rehab two days out. And there's a lot of um, emotional pain, uh, childhood trauma that I experienced. And I, I didn't know how to handle it. And um, I, I didn't know how to process it. There was a stigma where if you, um, I guess in the uh, Mexican-American community in the 80s and 90s where, you know, you just had to be a man. You had the machismo, you know what I mean? Just everybody has problems. Mm -hmm. You know, there was no ADHD back then. There was no... Uh, Depression. There was no um, therapy. Th therapy, mm -hmm. exactly. And um, you know, that it was there was a culmination of things that led me to actually getting help. Um, you know, uh, there's a stigma. You know, uh, you're weak if you do it. Um, but through my journey, I've learned that that's quite the opposite. I think you're weak if you don't seek to know yourself and to actually get help. Sometimes a cry, a cry for help is, you know. Um, it's a cry of pain, and uh, sometimes you have all the tools, but amiss, amiss my drunkenness, I'll be quite honest with you, uh, I was drinking um, liquor, um, and I was drinking vodka, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh, at first, I did it for fun, you know, I, was, I, I drank it for celebrations, and then all of a sudden, I drank it out of frustration. I used it as a coping mechanism, which is the worst thing to do. So mm -hmm. if I was angry, if I was overworked, if I was mm -hmm. stressed, I found solace in it, getting lost in a bottle. And um, yeah, I, thought, I thought I hit it pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, for years, um, we've seen you go down this road. And like you said in the beginning, you didn't recognize it, right? And you were masking and didn't know how to deal with it. And so then 70 days ago, you finally took the leap and went into rehab. Or is that what they call it, right? Or is, there a, uh, or is it called something else? Uh, I actually went to detox first. And... Um, to give you a little background, um, this is my third time in detox, and 
the first few times I did it because I, I, did, I didn't do it for myself. I did it for family. I did it for the wrong reasons. And I did it to appease other people thinking that I'd get better, um, uh, neglecting the fact that uh, I'm supposed to help myself prior to helping everyone else. And it goes a long way because um, I'm a cancer in my uh, For instance, I'll give you a classic example. They gave me a, a, an actual, um, when, whenever you had a job, a corporate job, they give you this kind of, uh, um, I forget what it's called, but pretty much they give you an evaluation on your personality. Mm -hmm. Now I'm a console. I love to help people. I help everyone else before I help myself. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that um, whenever, um, whenever I did that, I, I didn't do uh, justice for my mental health and my mental well-being. Um, I didn't take criticism well because I felt like I was helping everybody else. So if I helped you, you told me something, even though I needed to hear it, mm -hmm. I kind of felt like, well, what about you? Mm -hmm. Which is the wrong thing to do. Yes. I mean, because uh, I, I think my addiction was worse than the other person, the, the other person's addiction. If I if I yelled it out, and I think in my opinion, it was just me screaming out for help. Right. And when I didn't get it, I just, you know, I I, I became a hermit. I just. Uh, started to self-medicate and you get lost in translation. You just start losing integrity. You start lying, building lie after lie. And I, I thought I was okay. I thought I could handle it. I thought I was good. And um, even when I didn't, even when I didn't feel good, I, I still thought I was masking it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I thought that nobody knew. Um, right. I was yeah. on, you know, I was on the inside looking yeah. out, not on the outside looking in. Right. And, yeah, and one of the main reasons why I want to have this conversation is it's not just because you're on this great path now and you have yourself back, right? Um, but it's to also educate those of us that, that are in your world trying to support you, right? I, I think that um, people think they're supporting you and they think they're helping you, but they're taking the wrong approach, right? And I think you learn that in there. So I would like to also, you know, have this message to people like us that are supporting you, right? So considering that you did pick up some bad habits with masking and, and lying and all the things that you were doing, but you did therapy and now you do see it on the other side. Yeah, and, and um, to, to uh, touch on that subject though, but I'll tell everybody out there, if you see someone that has an addiction, whether, whether it's with, I mean, honestly, whether it's with food, sex, dope, alcohol, gambling, mm -hmm. Uh, if, if you've never been through the ring, if you've never actually experienced it, the last thing you could do is say, just stop drinking, just stop gambling, just stop being a degenerate, yes. just stop fucking shooting dope. Because if you haven't been through that's the worst thing you could say to somebody. Don't you think that somebody doesn't want to, you think that people want to wake up dope sick or, or wake up fucking throwing up, like throwing up vile because they're alcoholic or, or pretty much a, uh, throwing away their whole mortgage and taking money out the bank and disappointing their family being a, a degenerate gambler. No, they don't want to do it. It's a disease. And sometimes when, when, um, when, when you don't have that perspective, you haven't been through that. Um, sometimes, you know what, uh, give it a soft approach. Don't tell somebody just to stop drinking, gambling, etc. Try to figure out what's at the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe give a soft, a, a, a soft, uh, a soft topic and just say, hey, what's going on? I wish somebody would tell me what's going on mm -hmm. instead of saying, hey, mm -hmm. stop fucking drinking. Right. Because that doesn't it, help. That it, doesn't, it's not effective for you, right? It, it, it does nothing for it, you. It does nothing for me. And there's an old, 
there's an old saying that when they do that, it's like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to show you, you know what I mean? I, and I've done that before. I, I've done it before because I built resentments when people would tell me that if you know, I'm struggling and you know, if, if I know that you've been in, in, in a certain field where you know that, you know that I'm struggling, the last thing you should do is to tell me to stop. And you know that I'm trying to stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, get me help. Don't give me criticism mm-hmm. and don't beat me down. Kick me down when I'm on the floor. Mm-hmm. There, there's a certain approach. Um, I mean, words words mean a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they do mean a lot. And Yeah, they do carry weight. So from therapy, what would you think that was your big, big, oh, my goodness, or like your, your big, um, what is that? Um, Moment of clarity. Clarity. Thank you. Um, actually, I I didn't get that through uh, therapy. I actually got a moment of clarity on when um, like prior to going to detox, I I actually had three days of soberness, and seeing how much people wanted me to go to detox and seeing my nephews and nieces, I I I actually saw um, I actually spent a weekend with my father as well prior to that, and I seen the um the destruction that 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 I've done. I was a locomotive and I left a whole shit of debris on the side. And um, just having like three days of sobriety, it, I mean, he, it, it cleared up my mind, but not to the point um, of what I went to therapy. Um, so I ended up going to detox, go to detox, and um, I got clean. But uh, I mean, I, I, you have no idea how much I just wanted to get out of there and just uh, repeat the same pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, when I hugged my, my niece and my nephew, the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted I wanted to be that uncle again. And, um, th- there was a lot of shame and guilt. Didn't know how to process it, so I didn't run away from detox. I went to a program which is called the Phoenix House. I did the steps. Um, I got therapy, and um, sometimes uh, I I wanted to leave in the first two weeks. It's the most it's the most critical phase. But then I, I actually realized I can't I can't run away from my past, and I can't run away from my shadow. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be there, and I can't be ashamed of my shadow. Mm-hmm. My shadow brought me to where I'm at now. The moment of clarity that I had was um, when I got rid of my guilt. And um, I remember when I was, I, the first couple of sessions I had in AA, I, I was just so emotional, just so raw. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to therapy the next week and talked to my therapist. And he, he actually, um, he gave me the tools that, that I have now. And I got rid of the guilt. I got rid of the, I got rid of the shame. Um, I got rid of the lying. Um, I realized how much of a piece of shit I was in there, but I was in rehab with a bunch of pieces of shit. So, but it, you it, know, you say that, right? But you're putting yourself down, and I, I know your behaviors was that way, but that's not who you are to your core. And we talked about this before recording this podcast, and what I really um, appreciate him telling, reminding you that at the end of the day, you're human. We are all human, and I and I think this is what people forget. The people that are outside looking in. They forget because they're so caught up in what they see and, and you crying out for help and they don't realize that. And you are human, Jimmy, you know, like. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, let me take that back. I think I had those tendencies to be that, right. to that, to be that POS, but deep down inside there was the Jimmy, the, the Jimmy mm-hmm. before the pandemic, the mm-hmm. Jimmy before break, the Jimmy, mm-hmm. um, the social Jimmy. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I was such a recluse. Mm-hmm. I started avoiding like a family functions. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. just a social Jimmy, uh, the social butterfly that I was before, and, um, uh, going to going to rehab and, and getting recovery, I recovered myself. I discovered myself. It, it was it's one of those things where when you uh, when you sit there and you're you're away from 
outside society, especially I, I wasn't um, court mandated, so I could leave whenever I want. And there were a couple of times when I wanted to, but honestly, I, I thought about it. I'm like, well, if you leave, you're gonna disappoint your family. But in my head, I was like, fuck that. I'm disappointing myself. Right. Um, I actually learned discipline in that. I actually realized that, you know, um, the only person that's going to hold me accountable is myself. Yeah. And looking back at it, um, I remember like in my fifth week, um, I, I'm looking at my fantasy football thread. I got all my high school and junior high friends, and I started realizing how many friends I got, how much support I have. And I didn't use that prior to getting here. And they never, they never judged me for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, and my family never judged me for it. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, when you see other people going going through what I went through, and they have nothing, and and you, you know what I mean, they're they're looking for a way out, and they they, they don't have, they, they don't have what I have. I actually felt more like a POS. I, I felt even worse. Like, I mean, that's how that, that's how lost I was in the midst of my addiction, and. Um, but I didn't beat myself over, over it because, you know, I am human. Um, I have a chance to rebound. I have a second chance. Some people don't have it. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes, like, sometimes rediscovering yourself, you have to know yourself. And that was the biggest, the biggest thing that I feared is owning up, um, owning up, owning up to, to the things that I did. Not just that, just owning up to, to the liar that I was. Um, to the things that have been at your house, you know, like leaving mm -hmm. bottles around and just mm -hmm. sitting there, just trying to lie, just thinking that that was okay. And like you said, we would forgive you, it, right? It, it, exactly. So yeah. it, it, in a way, I, I was thinking like, okay, they, they'll forget about it, which was the wrong thing to do. But I learned, I learned to realize that that wasn't me. Right. You know, it wasn't me. And I will say this, Don. You did tell me you had the softest approach, and you told me, Jimmy, nobody can send you there unless you want to grow. That's right. And I took that to heart, and my father told me the same thing as well. And when he did, um, when we had that talk, and then that weekend I went to my dad's house, I checked myself in two days later. I gave him the keys in my apartment. I said, don't give it back to me because I don't I don't want to be that, that person that gets out, goes back home, repeats the same pattern. Right. I want to be here for my nephews and nieces. I want to be here for you, my yeah. sister. I want to be here for my brother. I want to be here for my mom. I, I, I want to live. I don't want yes. to exist. I, that was a part of you getting lost, right? Like, I think you did forget what you do have, you know? Um, you may not have everything or you may not be where you thought you would be, but you still are blessed and you had, you know, your family, your friends, and, and you had a good life, right? But for whatever reason, and this is childhood trauma, breakups, you know, just life, because this can consume people. Um, what I want to say is, and it's something you said earlier is, you know, we've talked to you multiple times and we tried, we all, we did pressure you a bit. Right. Mm -hmm. But is we just want you to know that we cared and we're like, dude, you got to do something. Right. So, but I knew that you wouldn't do it until you were ready, you know, and yeah. you know, your brother and I like had arguments. Like I just felt he wasn't, you know, active enough, like proactive with you. Right. And, and he's like, he's a man. He'll, you know, he's, he'll, you know, do it when he wants it. I said, yes, but be that positive force in yeah. his ear like and that was where i was coming from like you know i just wanted you to know that i see you you need help but i can't do that for you and i would yeah, tell yeah. you jimmy i'm not gonna care more than you yeah. jimmy yeah, and, i'm and, not gonna do more than you right and, and, so i would try to like meet you where you were yeah, right? and, but, but the thing is uh is especially where you're when you're in the midst of that mm -hmm. that there's a part of you that uh, gets so comfortable like solving your problems yeah. by by 
you know, but by your vice, right? right? So it's like, okay, I'm angry. Okay, right. uh, I, I feel uncomfortable. I feel vulnerable. Okay, I'm going to drink just to wash that away. Right. Problems are still there, but it, but at that point, it's like like hearing it from you and having that soft approach. They, there is there was like a sense of guilt resonating in between this this big shell that I have. There was a little crack in there, and it just resonated, and it it, it just hit me. It's just one of the, one of those days where I was just tired of being tired. Right. I was like, you know what? There's got to be something else in here. I'm not being the uncle that I should be. I was a better uncle prior to the pandemic, prior to my breakup. I was a better human being. You right. know what I mean? I was. I mean, shit, I was taking care of myself. I was disheveled when I went right, to fucking right. guitars. I had that right. big old lump on my head with, remember, yes, um, yeah. by the way, people, I live by myself and um, there was a couple of times where I, I pretty much should have died. I broke my clavicle drinking, falling, falling on the floor. Um, I busted my head, like I busted my eye wide open. I had those raccoon eyes, almost had an aneurysm. And, uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be alive. And what one thing I, I, I could say is, Sometimes hitting rock bottom is not that bad. I don't think I hit rock bottom, but I got down to the foundation. And sometimes you got to rebuild. Yeah. And sometimes you can't you can't be afraid of when you break down that foundation. You can't be afraid of that slab that's on the bottom because that's where I was before. And that's where that, that that my foundation on the on the on the fourth floor of twelve floors of foundation. That's where all the lies reside. That's where everything resided. I had to break all that down with shame, humility willingness to accept that I have an issue, willingness to accept I'm going to do the 60 days, willingness to accept that this is me that did this. And, you know, I'm, 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 I'm my worst enemy. I'm my biggest trigger. And when I got down to my foundation, I'm gradually rebuilding. I only got one floor right now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get back to, back up to 12 mm -hmm. of, of where I was and where I was before, you know. So what tools did the, the program give to you? Cause I know you had good structure, right? Um, it, it wasn't just structure. It was just um, the actual clusters that we had, uh, therapy and not just therapy, just getting to know yourself and just being around, um, being around fellow addicts, like people that had vodka problems, like I had. I, I think honestly, I had, I had more. Um, I think I got more from hanging around my peers because like there's one thing when you have a counselor there and, and they're, they're there and. You, some, sometimes the counselors, they just want to do their shift mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they have a topic that you don't want to talk about. Sometimes I might feel like I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Being inside a dorm with a bunch of addicts and then you just, you're out there shooting the shit. And then you realize, you know, with somebody went through, hey, I did that too. But how did you recover? I got more out of just being around people and realizing that I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I hate when they use the, the term broken. I'm not broken. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not broken. I'm a human being. I can rebound from this. Something that's broken cannot rebound. Right. You know, just bent. <laughs> I, I have a poor hamstring, so to speak. Okay. Um, but but just realizing that I'm not, I'm 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 not by myself. I thought in, my, in the midst of me just being a recluse and just hanging out of my house and just drinking, I thought it was just me. And I was like, well, yeah, how come I I can't? How come everybody else can handle this shit? And, and it's like, wait, wait a minute. Uh, it got to the point where I wasn't even drinking beer anymore. It was just pure fucking liquor. I was hiding bottles everywhere. I was hiding bottles in my own house by myself. I was hiding them for myself. I mean, that's how bad it got. But I realized that um, I realized, I think that the the tools I got out of it was structure, accountability, humility. I mean, mm -hmm. telling people what I'm doing right now, it's humbled myself. Mm -hmm. I, I I'm so prideful and I'm I'm just so reluctant to expose myself. Maybe that's a cancer in me. But humility has taught me a lot. It's just being willing 
to accept that, hey, I can be vulnerable. Hey, I'm not perfect. And if there's anybody out there that that can hear, or they can even relate one second. I mean, for, for one thing that, that I said, maybe it'll help them out. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe help them get get help. Sometimes you can't do it by yourself. I thought right. I could do it by myself, right. but you know, um, sometimes you gotta heed advice from people that you might say they don't know that they don't know that. Well, shit, I thought about it. I'm like, what? Well, you know, Don, she knows about it because you know what I mean. She, she grew up in a certain environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it made me realize, holy shit, so did I. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of that was you know possibly learned behavior, hereditary, um, trauma. I mean, and I think you dealt with all of that in there, right? But what Mm -hmm. I also want to highlight is the success you had there. In a short time being there, you became a mentor. Yeah, I I became, uh, so pretty much um, I did an eight-week program. Um, I did one week in detox, uh, and then I did uh, an eight-week program. And normally uh, they have a a position called a motivator. And when you're a motivator, um, it takes about six weeks to get that job. I got it in three weeks wow. because I was an inspiration um, to all my peers. So we have 80 guys in in, uh, in two dorms. And my job was uh, I had to look out for both dorms and for the housekeeping crew, mm-hmm. bathrooms, uh, kitchen, all that. And I had to make sure that everybody was in, you know, at their meetings at their time. If, if, you, if you miss three meetings in one week, and if you're on paper, whether it's parole or probation, you don't make it there, you get violated and you go back to, you know, mm-hmm. back to jail or prison, whatever you're for. Mm-hmm. It, it was my job to make sure they got there on time. Cause honestly, I think helping people help me. And right. honestly, if, if me being a motivator, if somebody went to jail, I think I failed at my job. So I never got a nap during the day. I woke up at five in the morning, I worked out. And just sometimes you don't realize it. I'll give you a, a simple analogy. It's almost like when you have a puppy, right? You have a puppy, and somebody comes over three weeks later and they say your dog's even bigger you might not see it because mm-hmm. you don't see that progress because mm-hmm. you're there every day, every with day it. yeah I, I didn't see that progress in inside of my recovery up until people would tell me and just hearing what people would, would tell me and and I, I didn't have to apply for that motivator position right. they threw me in there they said hey right. we want you to be a motivator right sometimes you don't see you don't see the strength you don't see what other people see in you and all I have to say is don't doubt yourself. I doubted myself for so long. I always thought that it wasn't as smart as what people thought it was. And um, brains are one thing. Um, I, I think I've, I've always been insecure about my strength. Going through what I went through, I think I'm stronger than ever. I actually oh, yeah. gave myself credit for it. Oh, yeah. And what I learned there is strength, humility, acceptance. Except When I say acceptance, it's willing to accept the fact that some people, you're going to have to prove to them that you're a better person coming out because they will doubt me. And willingness, willingness to accept that. Um, there's a lot of things that go into it. I can go on and on, but I, I've learned so much. Yeah. For me, I, I, I hate that you you don't have nothing to prove. For me, just me, I'm not a professional, obviously, right? But yeah. for me, I, I don't like that. I don't feel like I myself don't have to prove nothing to nobody. Yeah. Like I don't make excuses for who I am, what I do. And I don't think you need to prove anything to anybody. And the biggest reason why I want to have this conversation with you is because now that you've reached this milestone, you've done 70 days, you've done an excellent job, you have the right headspace, you're ready to live again. Not exist, live. Exactly, yeah. Right? So you need to be in the right environment going forward. And I think, you know, we should educate people 
and let them know like how it is for you and what you need. Right. So like with your family and friends, all eyes are going to be on you and that has to be pressure and stress. Stress can induce anything. Right. So I, I would really like for you to tell us what is it that you need from us? And, you know, I know that you've had a conversation with your mom and I love that you told her, if you don't see A, B, C, or D from me, don't worry. Like, I like that. Like, they need to know and understand, you know, what to expect from you and, what, and what's the best way to move forward. Because like you said, your family and friends are not professionals. They don't know. Yeah, they can yeah. have an opinion all day long, right? But at the end of the day, what is it that you need from us so that we can help keep you where you are? Um, I, I think I think one of the biggest things, um, one of the biggest uh, things is, Don't psychoanalyze me. Um, don't um, don't get on Google and, and don't think that you know better than somebody who's who's been through it. Don't be afraid to ask me if I'm doing okay. Um, if I'm having a bad day, ask me. Don't assume. Assumptions are the worst thing ever. Um, because w- when you get out of recovery, people think that that you can't be uh, can't be humanized. You can't be normal. You can't go through a bad day and just have a frown on your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you drunk? Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's the wrong. Ask me. Mm-hmm. Approach me. Don't walk around eggshells. Mm-hmm. I'm human. Mm-hmm. I have the tools to process my emotions. I think that's one of the biggest things that that um that I learned from there is knowing how to uh, internally process my emotions. Mm-hmm. Knowing not to just to pop off the lip. Knowing how not to be the aggressor or the victim, but be the observer. Take it back. Breathe. Even if somebody says something that I feel like they're coming sideways with mm-hmm. me. Just breathe and just say, okay, maybe you don't know. Maybe this is a, a coaching moment for yeah. you to tell them, yep. hey, I don't like what you said right now and this and that, as opposed to giving them that same energy. Because where am I going with that? I'm just getting back to you. There is no common ground there. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes people don't know. And I, I take that as a teaching moment. Um, I'll go back to you know uh, my, my, my job uh, my job person. I'm a console. I should be there to coach and teach. Mm-hmm. And coming out of this program, um, you know, if if I see anybody struggling, I'm 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 gonna use the tools that you see. If I see anybody uh, going through a pattern where like, hey, you're drinking a little too much and mm-hmm. you're you're self sabotaging, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I've done that before. Mm-hmm. Who better to say that than somebody who's been through it? Mm-hmm. And if they tell me, hey, what do you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, give me five minutes. I'll tell you what I know exactly. about this, okay? Because right. you don't want to go there, dude. Because it's um, it's not gonna make you a better person. It, you're just gonna bury that pain away, and there's nothing like. There's nothing like that, like just being rehabilitated or just being setting yourself free. Again, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take it back to the analogy of just running away from my shadow. It's gonna be there, but I've, I've accepted my shadow. I accepted yeah, you who can I run, was. But you can't hide. I, I, I accepted. I accepted who I was. Right. But but now that shadow's following me. I'm not mm-hmm. following that shadow anymore. Mm-hmm. That shadow's gonna follow mm-hmm. me. I, I, and I'm I'm not who that person was. Right. And I, I got a chance. There's people that that were that I was in their rehab who. Who've OD'd seven times off of fentanyl? You know, there's people that I had. I saw one guy die of a seizure inside there. Right. Off of alcohol, drinking a whole lid. Right. Guy died. You know what I mean? In a bunk right by me. Oh gosh. And um, I mean, honestly, um, I, I would say this: if you need help, don't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, um, I don't think you can do it on your own. Sometimes you need a moment of clarity, and, and honestly, just if it's not for you, it's not for you. Just, just do sixty days. Get your head clear. At that point, you're going to realize how close you were to pretty much severing certain relationships and people just being tired of you and just 
making you that guy. I got a chance to actually uh, rebound and, and have people believing in me. And I see people and they were, nobody believes in them because they're mm-hmm. third and fourth repeaters, right. they're back right. and forth, and they, they get used to it the same way that a convict gets used to going back in jail. Right. Three meals in the cot, right. it's the same shit. Right. Um, you don't want to do that. Um, no, but you know, I do want to um, say that there will be more on this. You know, we yeah. will have more conversations. You know, you've only been two days out. Um, maybe in a month or two months from now, we can sit back down and, and talk about um, how it's been for you. Yeah. Um, but what you just say, I do want to reiterate, you know, my breakaway tip would be don't be scared. Don't be scared to to get help. Don't be scared to work through what you have to work through. Um, ask for help. Um, there's so many resources and, and, and programs and people and they're yeah. out there, you know, like just as hard as it is, you know, you, you have to think about yourself and do this for you. When you're ready, you'll know and do this for you because you are worth it. You are valued. You are, exactly. you know what I mean? And I know that if you're going through it, you don't see that, but yeah. you know, everyone here is for a reason and a purpose. And so I challenge you to, to find that out. And I feel that if you can see that, you'll be able to, to work through it. Right. And, and, and people don't be scared to be vulnerable. Uh, sometimes, in my opinion, vulnerability, it's, it's a strength. It, it's not a weakness. Mm-hmm. When you're vulnerable, you're willing to accept who you are. You're willing to stop lying. You're willing to tell people, hey, I, I need a hand. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're willing to say, hey, you know, you know, this is bigger than me. You know what I mean? And, and if anything, it, I have no shame. I, I let go of yeah. the guilt. I let go of the shame. I know my family loves me. I got a second chance at this. And... Um, I'm still a work in progress. I'm, I'm yes. by, I, yes. I, by no means am I, am I a fixed uh, human being, but you know what, it, it, that one day at a time shit, bullshit. Sometimes it's 30 minutes at a time. Yeah. Sometimes I get a craving, you know, for, for vodka, but I, I sit there, I have a lot for my niece, 15 minute conversation, write it out. And I look at the pros, not the cons. Mm-hmm. I, I, I look at like, look, 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 look at what I've done and I'm getting back the serotonin in my head, the happy mm-hmm. thoughts. And mm-hmm. I think this is the best I felt in four years. And, that's amazing. There's always hope, seriously. That's amazing. So I'm so happy for you. Um, I can't wait to see what you're going to do. Um, my kids are so happy to have their uncle back, you know. So. I want to be able to talk about this like two months ago. You know yes, know? yes. So I do want to thank you for putting in the work. As you said, it's not over, obviously. Uh-huh. And, and I love that you know that because we're all a work in progress, right? We all have different journeys, you know. And I'm just happy. I am proud. And you know, just be more vocal in what you need. Just let us know what it is that you like and don't like and what you need. And, you know, we're here for you. And mm-hmm. I I hope, you know, sharing this little bit will help someone. Um, I'm sure it will because um, it's inspiring to see, at least for us that, that know you, you were in a dark place, you know, but yeah. you took the first leap. And that's the hardest part, Jimmy, was saying, so you know what? Yeah. I'm going to go when you pack those bags and you walked in that door, that was the hardest part, you know? So I commend you for going the 70 days for not only getting through it, Jimmy, you were a, you know, a motivator. Do you know what I mean? Like you helped others, others mm-hmm. lasted longer in there because of you. Like, you know, look how amazing that is, you know? So if you keep applying this to yourself, you're going to be unstoppable. Yeah. You know, so um, thank you. And um, we will definitely have more on this. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.
Woo! You know, I, I didn't feel 